Welcome to episode 20 of Coffee at FCG. We're glad that you're with us. We finished a series last week called Identity in Christ. And this week, uh, we're going to talk about something that's very close to all of our heart. That's something that we have, each one of us in this room, all four of us, spent time um, going to rallies and being a part of local uh, local events hosted by Crisis Pregnancy Center and Walk for Life growing up. We're going to talk about the issue of life, conception, where that begins, and uh, what the world would consider uh, a hot topic, especially in an election year. The world considers abortion a very hot topic. It comes up a whole lot. Um, I don't know that any of us in this room consider it a hot topic because I know we all believe the Word of God is very clear. And we want to talk about that a little bit. It's, uh, we, we all believe it's a very important conversation for people to have. We don't need to shy away from hard issues um, as believers. Uh, the world definitely doesn't. So why should we shy mm. away when we're the ones that actually have the truth? So I'm saying that right off the bat because that is a bit of a um, <clears throat> more serious or sensitive subject for a lot of people. So I wanted to make sure I said that right away. We're, we um, we were just talking about this earlier. You know, we we joke around a lot on the podcast, and that's not going anywhere. We we love that. It's just who we are. Um, but we did want to be more aware today, talking about this issue, um, in um, talking about this issue. We wanted to be a little bit more aware of of uh, what we were saying and and how we start off our episodes and and the normal kind of joking and ragging on each other. It just feels like we need to be a little bit more aware mm-hmm. when we're talking about subjects like this of, of, of the seriousness. Yeah. But again, not so much a question if you're looking at the word yeah. of, of the issue, but mm-hmm. the seriousness. So we're going to get right to that. Uh, you got BJ and Lisa and Will and Brittany in the room recording a little bit later in the day than normal. Um, it's a little dark in here. A little dark, a <laughs> little, little moody. Um, we do have coffees. That's our tradition to talk about, uh, what coffees we have. And I'm looking at mine right now. Lisa ordered it and it is, uh, from a very popular coffee chain. <laughs> it rhymes with, uh, tar jucks. Wow. And, uh, it's a venti shaken espresso. It's got oat milk and it's good. Mm. How about you, Lisa? What do you have? I actually have the same thing as you, only mine's smaller. A grande. Yeah. Which means large, but it's not. It does. In Italian. Uh, in Spanish. In yeah, Italian. Italian. Also Italian? Yeah. Grande? Every other word there is. I think the Italian. joke is that it's all At different languages. Or whatever you called it. Yeah. What you got, Will? I have a cold brew. Black coffee. Cold brew. They. I think they put a little dash of uh, <laughs> sugar in there. Wasn't expecting that, but it's good. I like I like a cold brew. Dash of sugar. All right, and how about you, Britt? Um, I've got a grande mango dragon fruit drink. How's that? Um, it's good. I've been drinking more tea lately. I don't think this is tea. Is it something? It's probably powdered sugar. Isn't it labeled as tea? (laughs) Delicious. Juice. (laughs) It's juice. (laughs) So I didn't want the um, pink drink or whatever, but it sounded good. Has a little bit more flavor than tea. Nice. Because it's, you know, juice. (laughs) 
And lots of fruity things. Yeah. <clears throat> got some little garnishes on the top. We went and got tea last week, you know, and it was 17 minutes or something. Do y'all remember? What was that? When we went to the Wondering Cup and I got, I ordered a nice tea. Oh, they yeah. had to go cut the leaves and <laughs> it did take a while. <laughs> it was good. Steep it. It was <laughs> long. Yeah. But you know they're a coffee house shop. It was good. All right. Well, you know, we have lots of great partners here at FCG, and one of them is the local ministry crisis pregnancy center. We've mm-hmm. done fundraisers over the years with them and been a part. And um, growing up, Man, they, they host these big events every year called the Walk for Life and raise money. And, um, you know, the, what, what, what they are, what they're doing is something that we're all passionate about, too, which is, which is I, I don't know how you'd word it, telling as many people or, or, or uh, spreading the word. Uh, some people do care what the Bible says. And if you wonder what the Bible says about life and where it begins, yeah. man, it's really, it's pretty simple. <laughs> I mean, you 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 can go all kinds of different verses. Um, my one of my go tos is is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that. I mean, b- before you were born, I knew you. The plans I had for you, the plans to give you a hope and a future, plans not to harm you, plans to prosper you. Yeah, I mean, you have the God of the universe saying, "Talk the 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 world's debate, and and the world even debates this." Brittany's done more research probably than the rest of us in here, but the world debates this about when does life begin? Yeah. And they have all these different answers yeah. and it changes over the years. Yeah. Life begins at heartbeat. Yeah. I think they've thrown that one out, right? Now they yeah. believe life begins. Uh, I've heard this horrible phrase. Uh, it's just a, that a, a child <clears throat> is at one point just a clump of cells. Ugh. I mean, if you want to call it, we're all just a clump of cells, to yeah. be honest, right? Yeah. That's what our bodies are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the world debates, when does life begin? Yeah. And then they make laws mm-hmm. and create medical procedures and, and, and build all these things around this truth that changes. And there's one thing about truth is it doesn't really change, right? Yeah. Right? That's true. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it it's funny. I've I've seen I've watched lots and lots of videos, lots of people asking like, and kind of debating. And I truly, there's such um, there's such a wall up with a lot of people to defend their um, to defend their right to have an abortion, or defend their um. To def- or maybe not their right, but just defend the right for abortion that I don't, I don't think they actually know <laughs> because people will say like, when does life begin? And they're like, they, they're, it's like kind of wild. They're like, uh, you know, like, well, when the baby's born, okay, well, when's the baby, like, when can the baby be born? Like what week or this or that? And then like, I've watched some videos that are so outrageous that they're like, do you remember that one man you both watched at least and it was like so you're he the um I can't remember who was asking but they said so you're saying that we could kill a baby two months after they're born mm-hmm. they were like well if the mom wants to I mean yeah I think they yeah. should have that right because mm-hmm. it's like if you continue to follow the logic mm-hmm. of what you're saying it does get you to the point of 
um, just killing babies outside the womb, which is to me, it's all the same. You know, Mm -hmm. I was just saying um, in our pre pre episode, I'm the only one that calls it that, (laughs) um, that that um, you kind of the age of viability is a big term when you're pregnant. I remember hearing that a lot with I was pregnant with Jolie and it was 24 weeks. So basically if you make it 24 weeks pregnant, they're like, that's fine. Like we can keep your baby alive. They're born. Now I believe it's like 22. Hmm. Like that's really. So if the baby's born at 22 22 weeks, weeks, that science can keep the baby alive. Yeah. Yeah. Yet the world has lost. Well, at least have had at one point laws saying you could have an abortion well beyond, well beyond 22 weeks. And that, Mm -hmm. that, that gets rid of the argument that like, well, life doesn't begin till the baby is born. Well, how can the baby be born at 22 weeks and still stay alive? Right. And, um, it's, you know, we, me and Will, when he was still working at Morningstar, we, um, met this really powerful lady. They had in to come speak. Her name's Janet Porter. She's been on Andrew Walmack as well. And she is the um, founder of the Heartbeat Bill, which mm-hmm. is really, really awesome. We all, including her, believe that life begins at conception. Yeah. But she has gotten it passed. I tried to Google it to see how many states it's now been passed in. Um, maybe somebody else could. Can you Google that, Will? Um, <clears throat> Janet Cat. Porter. Cat. <laughs> um, but she... I, I just, she's a believer. Obviously she's, um, an advocate for life, but she is getting it passed to where if you can hear a heartbeat, which right now they say it's six weeks. I, I think they'll be able to hear it before, like maybe even five weeks. And we're talking like most women don't even know they're pregnant right. <laughs> at mm-hmm. six weeks, you know, unless you're looking for it, obviously, if you're trying to get pregnant, but like if you, we're not trying to get pregnant. You're not going to experience symptoms really at five weeks pregnant so, at six weeks pregnant. So the world yeah, at times by their definition right, has called life beginning at heartbeat. And maybe at one point they couldn't hear that till we couldn't hear that till later, later but now on. we can hear a heartbeat at Definitively six weeks, maybe at six five. weeks. You know, Jeremiah 20 and 11 that I already read, the Lord is speaking to really believers. He's speaking to Jeremiah, but he's speaking to believers and he's saying, He's had plans for us before we were born. Another great verse in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1, 5 says, I knew you before I formed you Mm -hmm. in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. The part that really confuses me Mm -hmm. in this debate, and again, the only reason I'm calling it a debate is because there is a current debate (laughs) in the world about abortion. I just, I'm, I'm speaking this from my heart. I personally don't understand how any person who considers themselves a Christian Mm-mm. could look at verses like this mm-hmm. and say life doesn't start until mm-hmm. and yeah. then anything else. Anything. Yeah. Life right. doesn't start until heartbeat. Life yeah. doesn't start until birth. Life doesn't start until 22 weeks, 28 weeks. I don't understand how if you are a believer, you can read this. The Lord knew you mm-hmm. before you were born. He formed you. So and he has plans to prosper you and not to harm yeah, you. Yeah. So if, if that's if we believe what the word says, how could we, in good conscience, end the life of a human or that support, God says or support that? I know or support that. Now, do we as believers support um, people, people, women who have gone <laughs> yes. through that? Of course we yes. do. Yeah. 
we love them. And one thing I love about our local crisis pregnancy center is that when they work with women mm-hmm. who are undecided on whether they're going to be having an abortion or not, even if that woman chooses to have an abortion, our local crisis pregnancy center does not kick them out. Mm. They still walk with those ladies. They still help and support them, even though they've made a choice that the ministry is trying to prevent, which I love that um, because you, you, you can't control people. And I'll tell you what, you walk into FCG, um, we're going to love you no matter what. We're going to give you the word no matter what. I've even... We're also going <clears> to <throat> fight for life. I might have taken it a little too far, but I um, now offer people to adopt their baby if... Mm-hmm. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the only I'm way I'm joking. having another baby. I'm, I'm told that. I told, to yeah, like um, Will's sister, she's 18 or 19, and I told her... Um, Cause she was telling me about um, someone at her school when she was still in high school that thought she was pregnant and was really, really like genuinely like, I will have to have an abortion. Like there's no way I can raise a baby. And I genuinely told, this was like a year, like Jolie might've been months old. And I said, please give me her number from the bottom of my heart. I will adopt her baby. Like I will invite her into my house. And so Marley was like, I've told all my friends now, like they, I guess they have like a fail safe or something. I was like, no, that's not, that's not the point here. But I was like, I meant it. And so she told her friends, she was like, she'll have you, like, I was going to put her in my home, take care of her and adopt her baby at the end. And like, (laughs) I just feel like as believers, we, the world gives us so much flack as the church of like, mm-hmm. oh, well, what are you going to do with them? Like, you know, all these extra babies, like nobody's going to take care of them. Like, I've we heard this are. One. I've heard this one a lot. <laughs> you care about the baby in the womb, but you don't care about it outside the womb. That's and, just, you know, I think that's real easy to say those words. Um, but I mean, even here locally, like we're very connected with that ministry. Um, actually, Pastor Barry is. In Pastor w- Barry was uh, one of the one of the main guys on the team there. He he led him to the Lord. He was a part of the Methodist Church. The man that always he always sees us at the gym, and he just always says, "Hey, BJ, hey, I loved your dad so much." And uh, so it's cool c- getting updates like that from him on on how, like what's happening in real time in our city. Yeah, you to follow up what you said. We do like we are caring for people after yeah. the womb. You said that you said people say you care about them in the womb, but they're not after. What you're yeah. saying is like no, we yeah, do, what and I'm, so do our local ministries right. here in that's town. Right. Yeah, they do from from yeah. the womb, and then even beyond. It's not like now you're yeah. born. Okay, now you you lady and that kid are on your own. No, mm-hmm. that's not what happens. Yeah, with yeah, got you. I pulled up um, a few stats too because people um, have like a fight for you know, like make it the fight for abortion about like the extreme cases, which we're not being, um, we're not being, um, ignorant to, I Mm -hmm. guess is what I'm saying. But it looks like from, first of all, this biggest stat that came up was that abortion is on the decline. So (laughs) the overturning of Roe Mm -hmm. versus Wade had a lot to do with it. And people, acted like that wasn't going to help, which was kind of funny. That's what I heard is like, well, people will just still get abortions. Like, well, it's just math, you know, like where people still murder, but murder is illegal. Mm -hmm. It's the same with abortion. So, um, it looks like 
most, I'm trying to find the exact, maybe this is it. 85.5% is an elective abortion. So it's nothing about, you know, I couldn't like there, it's not going to be a viable pregnancy. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's just plain out like just don't want the baby. And I'm actually in a lot of mom groups and I um, was in a lot of mom and pregnancy groups from like even being pregnant with Jolie. And I, I, I think like I really heard the Lord say like, maybe you should get out of some of these because more recently I've been paying more attention to some of them and it's coming up almost weekly of like, my husband doesn't want this baby. Like I can't mm. handle another one. And the women are like, well, you have the right, like go get an abortion, mm. <laughs> like just go get an abortion. And it's just so hard for me because, um, it doesn't make me more passionate about it, but like Will and I had a miscarriage before Jolie and I'm like, so are you to tell me that baby was only like, because the kind of the comment is like, well, mm. I wanted the baby. So it was a baby, but mm. you don't want the baby. So it's a clump of cells, you know? Yeah. And or your life is more important than that. Right. And like, it's just all to me. It's like at the end of the day, like that is a human like that we've created at conception to like be around the throne for the forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're worshiping around the throne. And that's where I find comfort when I hear these stories, because it's just so brutal. And I don't think the world like actually knows what's going on because when people like when these pro-life groups go out there and I know it's kind of like really hard to watch but they have up the videos of like Mm -hmm. what's going on in the abortion clinics they like it changes people's minds Mm -hmm. they're like I can't believe this is happening like you mean the brutality of the actual abortion process yes Yes. and or even seeing like a baby at 20 weeks or 22 weeks um, they'll say, wow, I didn't know that it would actually look like a baby. I've seen, mm. I've seen that too, where, you know, maybe college students haven't ever, they don't know. They just hear like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's, it's your choice, whatever. But when you show pictures of what it actually looks like, like a baby at that stage, yeah. um, in a womb, it's like, it, it, it takes people back yeah they're like wow i had no idea i mean even at eight weeks we had our first ultrasound with jolie at eight weeks and they've got like little arm nubs and (laughs) they look like a gummy bear you can see the heart pumping and you can see everything and it's just like it's i'm i want to preface what i'm saying like i of course it's all like again it's all the same to me but like the way that it's done after the first trimester is it's all the same to me I just (laughs) need to say that but it's just pure evil I mean it's all evil but like they have to dismember the baby inside the womb in order to get like alive (laughs) and then take the baby out and I know that's like probably very brutal to say on this podcast and but it's just like I cannot wrap my head around it mm-hmm. why anyone thinks like especially as believers like that is a precious child that is loved by a creator and like I'll just throw this out there I will adopt your baby if you're listening <laughs> and like <laughs> you know it's fun the hard part <clears throat> for the hard part over the years that I've seen um that I I'm not gonna sit here enough like I have an answer on how to on how to talk about this with people is that if I'm, if I am going to be talking to somebody about this subject, 
that's not a believer. All of my, all of everything I'm standing on is based on the word, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the hard part is how does that translate to the world? I was just going to say there are believers that we know for sure that don't care that it's in the word not to do that. Right. I don't know how to say that nicely. Yeah, no, there that that's true. Um, I guess I was thinking more on the lines of when I'm speaking to somebody who is talking about medical facts or um, all, all kinds of scenarios, I, I'm a pastor and I'm going to take everything back to the word. And it's like, if this person is not willing, if this person doesn't believe what the word says, then um, they're solely leaning on science, mm-hmm. right? And science in this particular subject is change it. People, the, the, the rules change and it's like, I don't know how to approach somebody who doesn't uh, consider the word, the Bible and say, listen, this is, this is why I'm so against this because I, I believe that this was a human before the heart started beating. Mm-hmm. I believe that this baby was 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 born and known by God yeah. before even conception. Well, the people look at you and they're like, okay, that's your hokey pokey religion, blah, 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 blah. It's like, and it's like, man, I'm, I'm, I've always prayed, Lord, show me how to speak to people who aren't going to be, cons- who, who won't consider what I'm basing my thoughts, yeah, my, well, my beliefs. Well, that's look, what I've done most. Of, sorry. I've been thinking about what to say on this subject. I'll just say, number one, I agree with everything. I, abortion is evil. I had it's, something to say about what he was going to say. I do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's straight from the pit of hell. But um, <laughs> I want to say this verse is what came up to me. And and it's it kind of answers your question without answering the question. I mean, and, and you know this, obviously, but uh, Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. My mm-hmm. people... And another translation says, my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Hmm. I mean, it's just like these babies are being destroyed because a lack of knowledge or because the world has twisted the truth and Mm -hmm. said, okay, now this is the truth. Like Mm -hmm. the science is the truth and this timeline is the truth and all that. And even, you know, in that, in that instance where uh, talking to someone that doesn't consider the word doesn't know anything about it. Maybe they've been burned from church and religion and whatever. I mean, they, they're being destroyed because they don't know the Lord. So like my heart is the first thing is, well, I need to tell you about the Lord. And then from there, Mm -hmm. we're going to save, like, we're going to save this family. We're going to save this, this pregnancy. And, and, um, yeah, I mean that, and it kept coming up in this, in this episode of just the world just doesn't know, you know, like the world doesn't know. Uh, these people don't know what a baby looks like at 22 weeks or 24 weeks or 20 weeks or, or eight weeks or six weeks, you know? Well, and it's been twisted to sound like it's a woman's right. <clears throat> and I'm a woman mm-hmm. and I would give up my right to, I would I, give my right arm um, for my baby. I would give up anything for my <laughs> baby. And it's not, and we've talked about this, mm-hmm. um, when there was a lot of like championing, um, behind a certain person who had passed away a few years ago. I was like, Oh, she was an advocate for women's rights. And I'm like, well, she was an advocate for abortion. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would I, honestly, honest, honestly, I would give up all my rights 
to end abortion. Like if you're like, and I, that might offend some people and that's just my opinion personally. I don't know if Lisa agrees with me or not, but my rights to vote, I'm serious. If it was like one or the other, like Mm. Brittany can't vote or like, I love my right to vote. I love my rights as a woman in this country. I know it was dark times when we didn't have rights, but if it was like, which I know it's not one or the other, but people are just kind of clumping it all together into the category of rights. And I'm Mm. like, personally, (laughs) the ending of abortion is that important to me. And I just like, I, to what BJ was saying, that's why I have done, I've done a lot of like my research on outside of the Bible. I'm actually in groups on Facebook called um, Secular Pro-Life. And I listen to a lot of, most of the pro-life groups are, you know, staunchly Christian and understand that. But like you said, I mean, people are just like, oh, well, good for you. Believe in God. Like, I don't care. And I have seen every single argument the world has debated and won by not using the Bible. Every argument. I've never seen one that they haven't been able. The biggest one being, you know, what's what's the case of um, a mother's life being at risk? <clears throat> and I've seen doctor after doctor after doctor testify to the fact that you do not have to kill the baby in the womb in order to save the mother's life. You can rem- Yes, if the mother's life is in danger, they're probably going to deliver the baby. And then we're going to see what happens. <laughs> the baby mm-hmm. may or may not survive. But sometimes they'll survive, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And then we have a baby. Why would you need to go through the same thing but kill the baby and then try? Like it's so like you, you know, at 24 weeks, you know, we've got this story that's coming out about the 21-week baby being disabled. And which is hard to even talk about. But with the viability being 22 weeks, they could have delivered the baby, seen what happens. Can we keep this baby alive? We did not need to kill the baby, right, before um, to save the mother's life. And so I, you know, and personally, I'm not sitting here saying what I would do in that situation. I mean, I just believe in healing. I'm like, I'm healed. My baby's healed. We're all healed. (laughs) But understand that's not how the world thinks. But um, I have truly seen every argument being um what's the word I'm looking for being um overturned I guess maybe this mm-hmm. word um by without using the bible just by science it's important because if you point to the bible most people that aren't believers are just mm-hmm. yeah, gibberish them at that point it's mm-hmm. yeah it's well you're arguing about something that's yeah in their in their mind not real yeah your basis is on something that's that's fantasy or that's right whatever and it's like man not, not, not the way I know. That's not yeah. what the word is. And like, I, I think this is the one topic that like the church should just as a whole agree on. Like I, there are some topics I understand in the world that we see very black and white and they don't because of our view of the Bible. But like when it comes to abortion mm-hmm. yeah, with or without the Bible, it is staunchly just the same. But to yeah. your point, as a believer, it's hard to believe. It's hard to hard to wrap your mind that any any person who declares that they mm-hmm. are a, a Christian could yeah. be for um, for abortion the in any way. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's hard to wrap your head around. Is that I mean like are we are we cruel to those people? Do we cast them out? No. Do we reject Mm-mm. them? Do Absolutely we not. do we hate them? No, no. But but uh, no, not but. My dad used to say when you say but, that throws everything <laughs> out that you said before. Do we hate those people? We don't, 
we also should be able to share our opinion yeah. and our thoughts without them hating us as well. So, I mean, like yeah. that, that should be the case. Sadly, a lot of times it's not. Well, yeah. And um, if there's anyone in the church that like is listening to this, I mean, honestly, like I'm not, I'm, it sounds dramatic, but like I, if, <laughs> if it came like, that's how we should be handling it. Like if we find out there's a teenager that's scared. Yeah. And pregnant yep. and there's no way I can raise my baby. Mm-hmm. It's like, what as a church can we do? Mm-hmm. Is there someone's home like that can, who can take them in? Who mm-hmm. can take care of them? Because like crisis pregnancy center and all those places are fabulous and mm-hmm. fantastic. But sometimes like you need somebody like that's going to love them. Yeah. <laughs> like hold a community. Their hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of teenagers get kicked out of their houses and we're, we are not like absent minded to that, but you know, 80, I had the stats pulled up, but like, the range of it, there was um, only like 15% that were teenagers mm-hmm. having abortions. These oh. are, <laughs> so the other 70 something percent that's having an elective <clears throat> abortion is just people who, like like I said, in these groups I'm in that are just straight up like, I don't want another baby. I just don't want one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, there is one way that you're getting pregnant mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is plenty of ways to prevent that. So anyways, I'm just saying as the church, like, let's be that, mm-hmm. that, um, r- radical maybe is yeah. the word and radical. it probably shouldn't be that word, but like that determined of like, we will do whatever we have to do to yeah. save you and your baby. And radical in our love, yeah. um, for the, for the baby, but also the mama. I, I want to say this flat out. Lisa and I know people that have had abortions and we're not, we're, we don't act angry towards them. We mm-hmm. don't hate them. They know, we, they know for a fact we love them. They've never felt rejected by us. Um, we genuinely do love, we love our, we love our friends. And, and, and in some cases, I mean, we love the people we know mm-hmm. that have had, that have made that choice. I, I wish they'd have made a different choice, but we love, we don't, we don't reject. We're not the angry people out there with, with signs picketing funerals and, and, uh, yelling at people who are walking into a clinic, you know, that's, that's not who we are. And that's not what Jesus would do. Um, you know, so I, I want to point that out, like in, in all of our talking about this and our firm stance that we are against this, listen, we're, we're for life, which means if a choice has been made, we're not out there hating and trying to stop somebody else from living a, um, a, a, a good productive life because of a choice they've made. We're still going to love that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just as much. This is the statistic. So <clears throat> teenagers less than 15, younger than 15, 15 and younger, which is what a lot of people say, you know, the young teenagers who are getting pregnant. Um, 0.2% oh, of that's all it. abortion in Point America. 0.2? Um, teenagers 15 to 19, which 19 is still a teenager, but it's truly an adult. 8.6%. Hmm. The rest are 20 and above. So these, and with the majority being 25 to 29, which is your yeah. <laughs> married adults for the most part. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's a choice. It's not a good one. And most people regret it, but that doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean if you're listening to this and you have had an abortion, man, God loves you. You'll see that baby again one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love you. We love you, mm-hmm. and um, there's you know hope on the other side, and there's a lot of help for the people that regret it, mm-hmm. because most people 
have major, major regret um, after. And it's just, um, I don't know, it's a hard topic for me to talk. I mean, like, I take a firm stance on it. Yeah. And I think if anybody's met me, they'll know, like, I I will not <laughs> back down. Like, yeah, I was in to even talk about it and just com- conversation. But um, it's still hard for me. Like, I, there's some videos I just cannot watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. it, it may, you know. Um, yeah. Well, and, you know, I we always like taking it back to the word. So I've had this one pulled up and I was just trying to wait for a good one. But I think um, we'll probably be rounded this this mm-hmm. session out but um this is deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 it says today today i have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and curses now i call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make mm-hmm. oh that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live mm-hmm. i mean good. that is like great verse. the lord himself saying i want you to choose life yeah. so that you and your descendants will live mm-hmm. um i th- it's God's will for us to live. Mm-hmm. And Jesus came here. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He came here to give us abundant life. Yeah. And he cares about life, whether it's in the womb or outside the womb. Even like BJ said, before I, before you were even in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I mean, that's just the Lord saying, like, I'm, I want you to choose life for you and the ones to come and right. your yeah. descendants. That's your kids, your grandkids. Um, it's just, I'm so thankful that, you know, my parents chose life uh, for me. And now because of it, we're, we're blessed and I have kids and, um, you know, I, I agree with, I agree with everything that you guys were saying. And I do think, you know, it is going to be an election year. There's going to be a lot of it's conversations. My, my one thing I think BJ, you were saying it too, is just like love people really well yeah. and, you know, don't back down from what you believe, but if it becomes, um, strife in your life, then, you know, find the peace, find something because you don't want to sit and argue with people. You just want to, you want to love them. And ultimately, like you said, well, give them the gospel, the gospel, uh, the truth will set people free. You mean when you're talking, if you're talking about yeah, this subject. I'm sorry. You know, I should have said that. Talk about it. Yes. Give people the word. That's right. You still don't have to get into strife yeah, about it. You, you don't, don't have, have some, to. Yeah. Even okay. sometimes sharing the gospel looks like not saying anything in the moment. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not saying, here's this Bible verse. We have a, a friend of ours that, I mean, Brittany ministered to her and and shared the gospel with her without saying here's this verse you know like yeah. and because of that her whole life changed like she when they met each other they became friends uh didn't really want anything to do with that and now it's the exact opposite so you know obviously you have to have your foundation set yeah. and know where you stand um i think you're, but you're just talking about sharing the gospel not about right. i'm just saying I'd, yeah i just, just want to add to that because we're talking about this topic i just feel like when you say sometimes shouldn't no, say anything. Not, not I feel like it's so that. urgent that I would always say something yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I'm I'm never going to condemn someone. Right. My literal response if I was talking to someone who was on their way to an abortion clinic is I'll adopt your baby. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I'll like, help you. I will do anything. I'll what do you need you. me to do? Like I will help you. How can we walk through this? I love you. Your yeah. baby has a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It has fingers. <laughs> you know, like that's, mm-hmm. it's not going to be like, oh, 
I condemn you. Like nobody says I condemn you, but like, well, some people say you're yeah. going, to, you're going, you're going to, hell. to hell. I'm not going to say any of that. It's just like, how can I like love, like, how can we walk through this together? I will do anything to walk. I, let me hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. all I'm saying. If it was absolutely, if it was in front of me. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Loving well is not, um, not always, uh, the easiest route, but I always tell my kids this, like if it's if you at two choices in front of you, usually the harder one is the right one, usually. Mm-hmm. And uh, loving well is loving people, hopefully, through a good decision and even sometimes through what we might consider a, bad, a wrong decision. But you still have to love people. Right. And we'll be there for them and we'll be there for you. Don't forget that. The Lord mm-hmm. loves you no matter what. If you come to SCG, you'll find love from us no matter what. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and if you're out there hearing this, thinking about an abortion, you got people right here that will raise that baby. Yeah. <laughs> One if of us If you make will. a different choice, Lisa, Lisa um, will see a like, like a bait when we were in anywhere. She's like, "I'll take the baby." Yeah, yeah. Like, just, right just away. Give She's it like, to me. Just, we absolutely. We, that's a real thing. These girls aren't just being a. I'm not. They're joking. not being facetious. Like it's very important, and and we'll love you through all of it too. I don't know Anybody. how I would make that work, but I would yeah. make it work. We make yeah. it work. Yep. Well, listen, guys, we might continue this next week. Um, there's a lot to talk about on this subject and we only dove in, I believe to three different verses and we could talk about so many different, so many different, uh, Bible verses about life and how God knew you before you were even conceived. He, and and if you're listening to this and you don't know that he did, God knew you before you were conceived. He was for you Mm -hmm. before you were born. He loved you with an everlasting love. And that's through every mistake, every failure, every shortcoming. He loves you. Mm. Yeah. He died for you knowing full well, everything you would do against him, everything you would do, every sin you would commit. He knew it yet. He still gave up his life for you. Mm. He loves you so much. You're more loved than, you know, even if you know that you're loved a lot, it's even better. It's even more. Yeah. We love you guys. Hey Lord, we love you so much. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you that our words, uh, We'll just be life to people that hear it. And it not because we're great, but because we're sharing your word and we're sharing what you we're sharing things that you've said. And we're thankful for this opportunity. Amen. Mm-hmm. Felt Amen. like we should Amen. pray right there. Hey, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you again next week. And uh we'll all say goodbye on the count of three. One, two, three. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us for Coffee at FCG. We are so thankful for you, and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message, whatever you want to do, info at fcgastonia.com. If you'd like to give to our church, uh, obviously we're a, we're a church, so it's a nonprofit status. You'll get a giving statement at the end of the year. You can go to our website, fcgastonia.com and hit the giving link right there. Um, it's a great way for you to, it's a great place for you to sow. So we would love to hear from you. Just conversation. Let us know your prayer needs. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. But uh, we are so glad you're with us and we will hear from you soon. You'll hear from us soon.